0: Well, he's back after a nice long retirement of just six weeks. The greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady, says he is returning to Tampa Bay for a 23rd season.
1: And teams like our own Carolina Panthers, not exactly
0: thrilled (laughs) with the news. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) a lot of people are reacting in so many different ways. But did we really, is this a a surprise, though? Like, I I thought since he made the big announcement Mm -hmm. that
2: he would do it for his wife
1: and his kids. Oh, no. Well, no. He
0: does not want to sit in the stands. I'll tell you
1: this, folks. When I retire, I'm not coming back in six weeks. I
0: know, <laughs> Likewise. That's right? Likewise. Whenever that happens,
1: it's not happening. Larry, are you, I feel like
0: that's something you would do. You would oh, be like, oh, you are so what? right. Coming back.
1: Yeah,
2: Larry's gonna retire after 30 some <laughs> yeah. years don't, and they, they come, come right that, back. You're gonna hear that Say uh, they were right we about him retiring. <laughs> well, today. I said
0: it's it gonna first. go, never mind, <laughs> I'm back. That's right,
2: okay. that's right. That's we'll right. welcome you
0: back with open arms, Larry. Yeah. Well. If
2: I got the kind of money he got, yeah, <laughs> I don't get that kind of money.
1: <laughs> close. <laughs> close, very close though. Bossy, are you watching?
2: <laughs> oh my God. The raise
1: that I needed, please. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's get serious about uh, the situation. It's going to be a later sunrise this morning. So, yep. prepare yep. for darkness out yep. there. 736, but sunset later too, 731. So, yes, more daylight out there more enjoyable times as we head towards the afternoon and the evening. We're 37 degrees in the Queen City, up a degree from last hour. Winds are calm. 37 here, 35 at Greensboro, Raleigh, 35 degrees. Over in Asheville, 31. It's 28 Burke County, Morganton, North Carolina. Down in the Palmetto State, 30 piece at Sherraw and Lancaster in South Carolina for today. 42 degrees by 10 this morning, right in the middle of the afternoon. Average high is 64. That's probably where we're going to be as we hit towards the afternoon. Even around 7 o'clock tonight we will be in the low
1: 60s happening today. Charlotte City Council members. Some of the Middle East will address the safety concerns for cats bus drivers. It comes just a month after a driver. Ethan Rivera was shot and killed in a road rage incident. Since then, drivers have been taking their demands to City Council pushing for change. Wake Up shows it's Richard Devane now live in Uptown Forest on this Monday morning. And Richard, what are the drivers hoping to accomplish here?
2: Yeah, well, actually, if they haven't set this uh, press conference up, this news conference, I should say. Excuse me. Good morning to you, Ben. Good Monday morning. But one city council member who's, who's a Republican says that it's time for him and those who are co- truly concerned about these drivers to step up to the plate. Just days after the release of those painful videos which showed the last moments of CATS bus driver Ethan Rivera's life that ended in a road rage shooting incident in Uptown, today a news conference to address some of the safety concerns of operators for years. Drivers have held protests and even gone to city and county leaders about what they say are changes needed to make it safer for drivers and passengers alike.
1: We want our work environment to allow us to return every day or evening back home to our family.
2: This afternoon, Councilmember Tariq Bakari plans to address their concerns. In a tweet, he spoke about the frustrations of those operators saying, quote, after the devastating loss of a dearly loved cat's bus driver and hearing from the public about the vulnerability of those that keep Charlotte moving, the Charlotte Republican slate has been working like a startup inspired by the mantra. While others talk about it, we take action. Now, we don't know exactly what Bakari is going to say today, but we do know he'll hold that news conference today at 1.30. Of course, we'll be there and give you details of what he's going to unveil. He's asked folks to pay attention to this and come out to also support these operators. We're in Uptown. Richard Devane for Wake Up Charlotte.
0: Gas prices continue to skyrocket across the Carolinas as a result of the Russia-Ukraine conflict. Taking a look at the AAA average prices in North Carolina, still sitting at 418 and 407 in South Carolina. And that's no change from yesterday, although experts warn this is not a sign prices are going to drop anytime soon.
1: Turning now to the crisis in Ukraine, here are three things to know as you start your Monday. Number one, U.S. officials say Russia is now asking China for help. According to intelligence, Russia is asking for both military equipment and support. It's unclear yet if China has helped Russia.
0: Number two, an American journalist was killed in Ukraine. Veteran war photographer Brent Renault was shot by Russian forces just near the capital of Kyiv. He was working on a project about the refugee crisis.
1: Number three, Ukraine President Zelensky continues to ask for a NATO enforced no fly zone over his country. It comes after russian airstrikes on the military base near the polish border killed 35 people according to ukraine officials Zelensky adds this is a sign that russia attacks will ultimately cross over into nato turf
0: all right 505 right now turning to more of today's top stories in your morning rush rock hill city council members will meet tonight for the first time since the panthers paused construction on its new training facility Panthers say they had to hit pause because the city didn't put up the $200 million it promised. Rock Hill City officials told us last week the city hasn't issued any bonds for the project. As of right now, the Panthers project is not on tonight's agenda, but it could be discussed. The meeting starts
1: at 530. Good morning, I'm Tradesha Woodard. Today, Weddington Town Council will discuss the option to approve an 82 acre mixed use project in Weddington. Now the zoning change would allow new homes, restaurants, retail and green spaces, but some people living in the area are not on board, saying the development is too high density for the town and would cause traffic congestion. The public hearing is set to take place tonight at seven o'clock. The Catawba County man who pleaded guilty to taking part in the January 6th Capitol attack will be sentenced today. James Little asked friends to write letters of support to the judge to grant him a light sentence. Instead, an acquaintance wrote the judge calling for a harsher punishment. He faces up to six months in prison and a $5,000 fine.
0: Former President Obama has tested positive for COVID-19. He tweeted the news yesterday, adding that he's had a scratchy throat for a few days, but otherwise he is feeling fine. Former First Lady Michelle Obama has tested negative. And that's it for your Morning Rush.
1: Time to connect the dots when we make the news make sense. Over the last few weeks, you've probably heard about how Russia's economy, specifically the oligarchs, are taking a huge hit thanks to recent sanctions. But why are these specific people being targeted through the economic sanctions? What exactly is a Russian oligarch? Let's connect the dots. By definition, an oligarch is a member of a small group of people who have control of a country or institution or organization, usually through a massive amount of wealth. In Russia, about 35 billionaires have profited from their association with President Vladimir Putin. They rose to power back in the 90s when the Soviet Union collapsed by buying government run institutions and becoming multi-billionaires. As long as they remained loyal to Putin, their rich lifestyle only gets richer. But Putin's invasion of Ukraine is threatening that lifestyle. So far, sanctions from the U.S. and European Union have cost oligarchs over 80 billion dollars. These Russian elites own property in U.S. and other European countries. But now, the U.S. Justice Department has launched a task force going after their assets to deal another blow to Putin's strongest allies. And that is Connecting the Dots.